Hey everyone, this is Erin Harrigan, the Hustle with Heart Coach, welcoming you to the podcast that helps entrepreneurs align results with God's truth. My mission is to free you from the struggle of how to bridge faith and business as a God-centered entrepreneur and to equip you to pursue success God's way. When that happens, we experience the joy of building a fruitful business that honors Him and serves His people. So let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast. And before we jump in, I want to read this week's review and remind you that your review could be read on the podcast also. Just get on over to iTunes and leave a review and that enters you into my drawing for an Amazon gift card. So this week's review is from Sarah Beth Keener and she says, Hustle with Heart is a God-centered message anchored in his truth that in turns anchors our hearts to hustle. Yep, that's why we're here. So get on over to iTunes and leave your review. And thank you, Sarah, for your sweet words. By the way, I also want to remind you guys, it's gift-giving season. And the Pursuing Success God's Way book is available as a special gift package with a personally signed book, Hustle with Heart prayer bookmark, and free shipping. So see the link down in the show notes or on my Hustle with Heart coach page on Facebook. All right, let's get into this week's episode. Hey everybody, welcome to our weekly dose, the live recording of the podcast. And uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast, welcome back. It's just occurred to me that um, I don't have my microphone plugged in. It's all good. I don't know if you've seen me share lately. I'm actually turning um, my book, Pursuing Success God's Way, into an audiobook. And so I've been recording that. But the interesting thing about recording something like that is if you don't have a studio, you actually sort of need to be in a space that's surrounded by um, like, you know, things that can absorb the noise. I don't know. My, I have a daughter who's in theater. She probably knows all this, like good acoustics or whatever. So I've been recording my audiobook in the closet and it's a very small space. The space that I have set up. Actually, it's really not a small space, but when you add the computer and a microphone and then another computer because you're reading the book, like it's just been fun. Anyway, welcome back. This is the third installment in our four week series on this book, The Four Agreements. And as you've heard me talk about previously, this is a book that's just kind of sat on my shelf for a long time. And I decided to pick it up because my friend Beverly said, let's read this. And, um, and it's been interesting. I decided to read it and apply some biblical principle to it. So that's what I've been doing the last few weeks. And today's agreement is the third agreement, which is don't make assumptions. So um, I don't know about you, but growing up, I heard the saying, you should never assume because dot, dot, dot. I'll let you finish that in your head. Um, but we do assume, don't we? We make assumptions, don't we? Um, so let me give you an example from voting day, which was yesterday. By the time you listen to this, it will be November 16th and hopefully we'll have some kind of decision, uh, but hopefully we've navigated that with peace and calm and love. So I get into line yesterday. As I'm approaching the line, I see a gentleman arguing with a police officer. And I didn't know what he was arguing about, but he was arguing with the police officer. It wasn't a heated argument. It just was an exchange of words. 
and the police officer drove off and some people in line started clapping. And I immediately made some assumptions about that. I made some assumptions about that. I didn't know anything about this person, uh, but I made some assumptions. I'll leave it at that. So I go to the end of the line and he follows me to the end of the line, not like following me, but just because he was going to the end of the line. And there, there was not a lot of social distancing going on in that. So I put in my headphones. And then I put, so I made some assumptions. Later on, as the line progressed, um, because of some of his comments and because of some of his um, interactions with others, I realized that my assumption was so wrong. And in that moment went, okay, Lord, I hear you. This is me being judgmental. And we all are on some level. But here's the other assumption that happened. I posted something, a picture on social media, and I said, um, voting line tip, put in your headphones because you won't have to listen to, you know, arguments in line. And it just was a comment. Like it wasn't, you know, um, I didn't mean arguments in line. I just said it. And so many people commented on this to straighten me out that it wasn't arguments like, well, where I was, it was very peaceful. Um, and where I was, none of that was going on. And interestingly, many of the people that commented that, um, I know from conversation have, you know, choose a different candidate than I do. And so as I was reading it, I'm thinking, wow, they're really assuming that I'm sort of spreading this news. And then as I'm saying this to you, I'm realizing I'm assuming that they're saying that because they're assuming, do you see the circle that we get into? Okay, so let's dig into our topic because, you know, even in business, we can make assumptions. So in the third agreement, it says the problem with making assumptions is that we believe they are true. We make assumptions about what others are doing or thinking. We take it personally, which, right, don't take anything personally was agreement number two. And then we blame them and react by sending emotional poison out into uh, the world with our words. Um, there is uh, chaos that causes us to misinterpret everything and misunderstand everything. And because we have the need to justify everything and explain and understand everything to feel safe, uh, this is the issue we have. So if others tell us something, we make assumptions. And if they don't tell us something, we make assumptions to fulfill our need to know and to replace the need to communicate. So um, I love, love, love this. And uh, here's where we're going to go in the Bible today. So you're going to see me looking down because I, if you're watching this live or you're watching the playback on YouTube, by the way, did you know I have a YouTube channel? It's just my name, Erin Harrigan. Um, and all of these episodes, uh, the video of all of these episodes is also there. So I'm going to be looking down because I have the scripture right in front of me. So first I want to share with you a story from Joshua. And this is a story from Joshua 22 verses 9 through 34. So I'm just, I'm really going to summarize this. I'm not going to go deep into this. Um, so the Israelites make some assumptions that uh, the people of Reuben are building a, an altar 
And the Israelites, um, other tribes, are going, well, hold on a second. Are you building this altar in, opposi in opposition to the Lord? Like, are you rebelling against the Lord? So they make some assumptions, and they're getting ready to go to war. And the, the people of Reuben come back, and they say, the truth is, we've built this altar because we fear that in our future, your descendants will say, oh, wait a minute, I'm in the wrong, oh, here, that your descendants will say to ours, what right do you have to worship the Lord, the God of Israel? And then they go on and say, um, they're worried that, that, the, that their descendants may prevent our descendants from worshiping God. So in verse 26, they say, so we decided to build the offer, the altar, not for burnt offerings or sacrifices, but as at a memorial. So the point is, you know, the Israelites are assuming one thing. The people in this other tribe are actually like, no, 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 that's not why we did it. So why am I bringing this up to you? Because the bottom line is, this is not new. This is not new that we do this. It's been going on and been going on so long that it's even in the Bible. So let me give you some scripture around this in the um, assumptions. And then I'm gonna talk to you about how we make assumptions as God-centered entrepreneurs. So first and foremost, in Ecclesiastes uh, chapter seven, verse nine, it says, be quick, be not quick in your spirits to become angry for anger lodges in the hearts of fools. And I really think that right now, uh, being November 4th when I'm recording this, that we all need that, right? Like, let's not be quick to get angry. I know I was getting upset about something last night um, and my husband was like, hold on a second, you're making some assumptions. And he had no idea that I was covering this in the podcast today. But what happens when we don't know something, as the book says, we have such a desire to know something that we make up an assumption to fill that space because we need to know. And when we believe something, we assume we are right about it to the point that we will destroy relationships in order to defend our position. Hmm. I think some of that may be apropos for this time. We make the assumption that everyone sees life the way we do. We assume that others think the way we think, feel the way we feel, judge the way we judge, and abuse the way we abuse. And that is why we have a fear of being ourselves around others because we think everyone else will judge us, victimize us, abuse us and blame us as we do ourselves. And we make assumptions thinking, my love, my interaction, my um, the way I treat this person can change them. But the point is, we can't change them. Only God can change those hearts. Real love is accepting other people the way they are without assumption, without trying to change them. So let me uh, tell you how I believe we make assumptions as God-centered entrepreneurs, because really that's what we're here to talk about on the Hustle with Heart podcast, is how do we bridge faith and business to keep God at the center and to be Jesus's hands and feet out in the world? Um, how many of you have texted, called, followed up with a client and you don't hear back? Or even worse, you text them and then you see the three dots and you're like, Come on, come on, text me back. And what do we do? We assume, right? Well, they don't want to talk to me. They must not want to hear from me. I must be bothering them. They must not want to do business with me. 
They just don't like me. They're just ignoring me, right? We make all of these assumptions. Another assumption what we think, our phone rings and it's a client or we get a text or we get an email. And before we even answer it or open the email or the text, we're immediately going, oh my gosh, something's wrong. Their order didn't come in right. Now I'm gonna have to deal with that, right? We make assumptions. How about objections in our business? When someone says no, you know, the whole point of an objection is to get more information that's been unanswered. And that no is not a no forever. If someone says I'm too busy, if someone says it's just not in my budget, if someone says I just don't know how I could afford that, if someone says I'd really like that, but I don't think that can, I can do that this month, it's an opportunity to address a question. But we assume that's a no and it's a no forever. What about when we have team members or business partners who decide to take another route, even if they've communicated to us? And by the way, sometimes, sometimes when someone leaves a business or decides to go in a different direction, they actually don't communicate it to us. Why? Well, let me go back to what I said here. This is why we have a fear of being ourselves around others, because we think everyone else will judge us. So sometimes somebody doesn't say that out loud, right? But what do we immediately do? Uh, listen, I've done this myself. Well, what happened to so-and-so in the business? Oh, they must not want it bad enough. They're not really willing to work. They can't get out of their own way. They're just quitting on themselves. I wish they'd live up to their potential. Um, or someone leaves our team and we're like, I must not be a good leader. I gave them everything I had, but it just wasn't enough. I don't know how to change that. It must be because of me. Again, what are we taking personally? And what are we assuming? The other thing, if we're coveting someone else's success, we see them on the stage that we want, or they seem to be living the business life that, that we want, are we making assumptions that it was easy for them? Or are we making assumptions that they didn't do it the right way, right? All of these ways that we make assumptions. So let me give you a few more scriptures for this. In Proverbs 18, verse two, in the New Living Translation, uh, where did this go? Here it is. It says, fools have no interest in understanding. They only want to air their opinions. Well, so not only is that apropos, not only is that sort of breaking one of the cardinal rules from Stephen Covey's seven habits of highly effective people, seek first to understand. It's also making assumptions. Like I'm not seeking to understand. I'm just assuming and therefore I'm passing judgment. And therefore, what I can see is the action that I take, right? Another great scripture for this in Matthew 7, this is Matthew 7, verse 1. Jesus says, do not judge others and you will not be judged for you will be treated as you treat others. The standard you are using in judging is the standard by which you will be judged. So if we're making assumptions, remember, what assuming does, I'll let you all type that in the comments instead of saying that out loud, right? So even in the Bible, it tells us about not judging and not making assumptions. We have a clear example of how the Israelites made a huge assumption that was taking them to war when that was not what was happening at all. It's pretty incredible, I think, to understand that the word of God as we know, is living and powerful. Um, 
that it applies to all of our life and that we can apply it to business, which is exactly why this hustle with heart message I think is so important. And I think it's a piece that I felt was missing and I felt the Holy Spirit calling me to bring forward. That's why we have the podcast. It's why I have the page. It's why I wrote the book. It's why I do the live course, right? So the last thing that I want to share uh, from the book is this. Just imagine the day you stop making assumptions. Your way of communicating will change completely and your relationships will no longer suffer for conflicts created by mistaken assumptions. The way to keep yourself from making assumptions is to ask questions and make sure the communication is clear. If you don't understand something, it's better for you to ask and be clear instead of making an assumption. Because without making assumptions, listen to this connection, your word becomes impeccable. And being impeccable with your word was the first agreement. It's incredibly easy to say this, not so easy to do it, but I'm so curious, what have you made assumptions about in the last 24 hours? So again, you'll be listening to this, it'll publish November 16th, but think about when you're listening to it, what assumptions you made in that 24 hours, um, but also think back to November 3rd and 4th and what I keep looking at my calendar. That's why I'm doing that. And what assumptions we've made in the last 24 hours. And can we bring forward our faith and step out in trust to ask the questions and to communicate effectively? Can we do that and therefore uphold that agreement? I'm so curious. I can't wait to see what you think. All right. So that's our episode this week. Thanks for tuning in. Next week, we'll be covering the last agreement. And the last agreement, uh, which I think kind of like just pulls it all together, is always do your best. And when you're doing these things, being impeccable with your word, not taking things personally, not making assumptions, all of that works toward working with excellence. And excellence honors God. So get down below if you're in the Hustle with Heart coach page. Let me know what you think definitely leave the comments on the podcast. Um, hopefully you heard the message earlier that I'm doing um, reviews. Uh, as you are writing reviews, I'm going to be giving away Amazon gift cards this month of November. So make sure you get over to iTunes and leave us a review. All right, guys, have a fantastic rest of your week and I'll see you on the next podcast. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast. I pray it brings you value as you build a business that honors God and serves his people. I get so excited seeing your shout outs to the podcast on social media. So please be sure to tag me. You can find me on Facebook as the Hustle with Heart coach and Instagram as Erin Harrigan Entrepreneur. We're now offering episode sponsorships for small businesses. It's a fantastic way to get your business in front of an audience that would love to hear from you. For more details, please email us at admin at erinharrigan.com. For all things Hustle with Heart, be sure to subscribe at our website, erinharrigan.com, where you can get all of the updates on the podcast, the book, upcoming courses and events, and of course, personalized coaching. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of pursuing success God's way in your business, and that it will produce much fruit and impact his kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine.